Caleb Williams was the biggest domino we were waiting to fall. We now know he's headed to USC. Tell me what went into his decision. Well, I really think after exploring for about a month, it came back to familiarity. I mean, Lincoln Riley's produced two number one picks at quarterback in the past few years, and Jalen Hurts is looking pretty good in Philly, too. So mm -hmm. I think knowing the system and the transition to L.A. under Lincoln Riley was the determining factor, according to Caleb Williams. Hey, you're with There was Pete Thamel earlier today on ESPN. He, I guess he was the one that broke the news that uh, Caleb was going to go to SC. Caleb put out a video about how awesome Los Angeles is and how awesome the USC football program is. It's always been that. a dream of his to be a player in California. Is that what he? Is that what it said? It was one of his quotes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let uh, me let me find the exact quote. Always for you. a dream as of uh, less than a month ago, huh? He's, I loved Plank's retort this morning. He said, man, he's got a lot of different dreams. Right? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, always been a dream to p uh, play out there on the West Coast. No, okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, he's headed out to USC along with Latrell McCutcheon, along with Mario Williams, along with uh, Mule Shoe that's out there. How do you think uh, Caleb's career is going to turn out? He's locked into SC now for the next two years. That's where he's most likely going to finish his college career. How does it work out, though? Nationally, I think it'll be received as an underwhelming career because I think the the expectation here, you, you're already seeing it. Joel Klatt, who you and I both respect a lot, I think the Sooner fan base respects the hell out of Joel Klatt in his analysis. He's gone to bat for Oklahoma a number of different occasions in the past and gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with someone who has oftentimes been a nemesis of the Oklahoma fan base in Colin Cowherd. So often, Joel Klatt's the voice of reason, but... Here, he's already laid the foundation of expectations for Caleb Williams and USC that, okay, I think they're going to be a top 10 team, both entering 2022 and throughout the 2022 college football season. I don't think, this is me now talking, I don't think they're finishing as a top 10 team at the end of 2022, and I would venture to say that there's a good chance that's a similar story in 2023 that USC falls short of those expectations of winning the Pac-12 either year or going to a college football playoff. So, hey, is he going to throw for a bunch of yards and touchdowns and Mario Williams will have success? Yeah, I, I think that's going to happen. I think it'll be a typical Lincoln-Riley offense, but I don't expect him to be making college football playoff appearances, and I don't think he'll win a Heisman Trophy. Uh, Heisman frontrunners for next year. Uh, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, in the odds, one and two, those will, those will be your favorites. I think Caleb Williams will probably be number three at the odds, right? And I don't expect him to win a Heisman Trophy next year. And if he doesn't, it's going to be, oh, okay, well, second year in the system out there. Well, technically third year in the system out there, but second year at USC. Bryce Young's gone. C.J. Stroud is gone. And, you know, SC did some nice things towards the tail end of the year. Um, this is the year where Caleb Williams comes in as clearly the Heisman Trophy uh, favorite. If he didn't win a Heisman or if he didn't go to a college football playoff, like I think that those are the expectations nationally for him. And if he doesn't even make if he doesn't even win a Pac-12 title, yes, I think it'll be deemed as a big disappointment and I'm more on the lines that they won't win a Pac-12 title. He won't win a Heisman. They won't make it to the college football playoff. So, if I had to predict, he's going to have a lot of numbers. And he is a good player. He's going to have a lot of numbers and he'll have some success. But I don't think that he's going to have the high-end success that, 
you know, maybe some people nationally think he's just going to walk in there and have. He's still, he's still really got to develop as a quarterback. He is nowhere near a finished product right now. I mean, he is a guy that has to have a lot of talent around him, and I just don't know how much talent he's going to have in his two years in L.A. Defensively, that team's a long way off. Uh, up front, offensive line, I think they're a long way off. You can get better in the transfer portal. We've seen Oklahoma try to do that with McCade Metallier, bringing him in. That, that's a big addition. Uh, Guyton, they, they brought in to help on the offensive line. But there's only so much you can do, I think, to make yourself better in the trenches out of the transfer portal. You can stop gap it's a, a bit. It's a Band-Aid, dude. You can stop gap a bit, man. But to think that you're going to have that depth that it requires to be a national player and play for and win championships. I just don't think that that happens up front overnight. I mean, I I could see that with skill position guys, but in terms of the offensive and defensive lines, I, that to me is a two, three year process. Yeah. Now, and you can add like some spots via the portal. This is true for OU. This is true for USC. Alabama added Jamison Williams this year via the portal. <laughs> that worked out pretty well sure for them, right? Like right? Right up until the moment where he got injured in, what was that? That was the national championship game, right, against Georgia. Uh, Alabama also added uh, Henry 2020, one of the better linebackers in all of college football this year, and I think he led Bama in tackles. So the transfer portal can be really beneficial, and even programs like Bama are using it. If there's just a can't-miss player that's in there, yeah, let's take him. But you can't build a championship offensive line via the portal. It's a Band-Aid. You can win a conference championships in some leagues by going about it with a whole bunch of uh, portal guys. But I just don't think that you can develop a championship team, a championship program, building a roster that way. And that's how they built a roster at USC this offseason. A whole lot of portal guys. And some of those portal guys are good, including Caleb Williams and Travis Dye. But... I just I don't think that that's a real method to build a program that's going to be there year in and year out, man. Well, and what they only signed eight high school kids, is that right? Out of the in the twenty two class, and they've got a bunch of transfer portal guys. Twenty two kids, unless you're a skill player, and you're signing. Generally speaking, you're not ready to play in twenty twenty two. And that'll be the case the following year with the guys that they sign in the 2023 class. Those are not going to be, outside of the skill position guys, instant impact players. I mean, so rarely do you see guys up front either side of the football sign and and they're ready to play in year one. Air Cover Solutions text line. OU meets USC in an expanded playoff in three to four years. What does that look like? OU's SEC experience, strength and conditioning, Recruiting versus the full Riley-USC era. I think that the two programs will look not complete opposites because if I say complete opposites, it'll look like OU will look like a dinosaur type of offense, three yards in a cloud of dust. So it won't look completely different, but it'll look a lot different. And I'd feel very confident in that matchup just because we've seen We've seen him. We've seen his offenses against SEC defenses that have really good defensive line play, that have backers that are big and can run, corners that are big and can cover down the field. His offenses really haven't had, outside of the first half against Georgia, not a whole lot of success against those SEC defenses. So I'd be very willing to give, and it's like 
almost impossible to try to handicap a game where you have no idea who's going to be on the roster. But philosophy-wise, I'll, I'll take OU's philosophy over that philosophy any day, especially in a big game. Well, if you're giving me three or four years down the road, too, I can tell you one thing that Oklahoma will have that USC will not. They're going to have elite defensive linemen. They're going to have elite linebacker play. And I think pretty damn good secondary play, too. So, Lincoln Riley and USC in that prospective matchup, hey, are are they going to hit on some big plays down the field? Are they going to have skill guys make plays? Sure they are. But they're going to get beat up uh, defensively with what Oklahoma can do up front in the trenches. Roman Shawnee says, would it not be awesome to see a Brent Venables defense go against a mule shoe offense in a national semifinal next New Year's Eve? OMG, Venables and crew will eat him alive. Well, and I'll tell you this, it would be so incredibly highly rated around here when you start talking about TV set numbers. I mean, it would be one of the highest rated games we've seen in the Oklahoma City and Tulsa markets in – a long, long time. But I think nationally, that game would have so much interest in it. Yeah. Oklahoma and USC on a national stage. You don't think the uh, people in the southeast and down in the south would be like, well, it ain't got nothing to do with two SEC teams, so I'm not even going to watch it. Well, if it's in two years, it, it, it might. Would be, yeah, it would be an SEC team. But if it's next year, yeah, it would Yeah, um, like, that's a good question. It w- I don't know what game in the past 20 years has had the most – or the highest ratings for an OU game. OU Florida State probably would be OU really, really Florida high. OU Florida State 2000, I mean, obviously, or any of the national championship yeah. games would have had, or any of the playoff games would have had a lot of eyeballs on it. But, like, what's been the most hyped, look-forward-to game in the past 21, 22 years? The 2000 season alone just kind of stands alone. I mean, there's so many games in that. But I guess if you want to go more recent, um... The, OU Georgia was really the good. Georgia was it not? game because you really thought going into that game that you were the better team, and I don't think that that's wrong even today. I think OU was probably the better team, but that's the one I look at probably with the most hype, right? Yeah, probably so, and especially with the long layoff, I think that that does help a little bit too. And then I think if you just you know post game kind of look at some ratings, I would imagine. I not knowing off the top of my head, I would have to imagine. That game rated incredibly well because guess what? It turned into an absolute thriller. I hope you're right, but I think you guys are wrong about Muleshoe. He will win early at USC. Not many high school signees, but they are four and five stars. Really good transfers. Look, he added some nice transfers. He's bringing very few players in. He's bringing some – the few players that he's bringing in are, are good players in his recruiting class, no doubt. I know he's got a top five player coming in at corner. But ah, that roster last year went four and eight, and it went four and eight for a reason last year. Like, define win early. If win early means go eight and four next year, okay, I might be able to buy into that. But win a conference championship next year, I think Utah is going to be a lot better than they are. Okay, let's play the win loss game. I mean, I can see, I can see USC finishing eight and four. Yeah, eight and four, nine and three in in that neck of the woods. I just. I don't see them making the leap from 4-8 and eight to all of a sudden a one-loss Pac-12 champion. Uh, Not next season. I'm going to write an article. Games I'm looking forward to most in the uh, 2022 season, that'll be uh, Texas and USC in the Alamo Bowl next year. Ooh, OU fans, who are you going to root for in that one? 
when Texas and USC play in the Alamo Bowl next year, <laughs> who, who, you're, who you're rooting for and why? They're not winning in Salt Lake City. They're not beating Utah. I don't think they're beating Notre Dame, so that's two losses for me. And then you just pick a game that they're a double-digit favorite in. They'll lose one of those. OU playing USC is the only time I'd be willing to chant SEC just to yell it at Muleshoe. I, uh, yeah, I, I made the comment in an L.A. Times piece, what was that, in December, that if the two teams ever play, and he's the head coach, it does not matter if the game is in Norman. It does not matter if the game is in Dallas or in Vegas or in L.A. or even in Brazil. OU fans will flock there by the thousands just to be able to rub it in his face um, if they beat him. OU fans will take over that stadium. It does not matter where the game is at. It does not matter at all where the location is. Uh, and I and I am one of these. OU fans will make it work financially wherever the game is at to attend that day. To voice their displeasure. To let it be known to Lincoln Riley, hey, you, you did this program dirty. You don't understand how good you've had it. And, again... To let let Lincoln know that you are not welcome back in this state. Would OU fans act worse, the same, like compared to what Tech fans are doing right now? And, God, the game hasn't even started yet tonight. Comparable. Very OU comparable. OU fans would yes. surround the bus and, and flip him off when uh, they pulled up? Students would, yeah. Oh, some. my gosh. Uh, that would be the one thing. Because I think that there's been a riff for a while now between OU fans and the students. Like the OU fan that's been out of college, they're the season ticket holder. There's always been kind of that riff like, oh, God, yeah. The student's at it again. Go figure. There's one giant hole in the stadium today, and of course it comes via the student section. They show up late or don't show up at all, and they leave early. That would be the one thing that would get the student section back at the good graces of the fan base that they surrounded the bus and flipped him off like Tech fans are doing today with Chris Beard. Share their uh, me it would opinion work. of one Lincoln Riley. Just saying, it might work with me. Hey, you were there at the Kevin Durant game with me. and Oh, dude. I, I would imagine, I mean, look, I don't think a bleep Lincoln Riley chant is going to break out. but you Say that now. Right. I mean, I'm not ruling it out, though, either. That's the type of environment I think we're talking about. Especially, like, if it happened this bowl season, oh, dude, 100%. I won't like it, but I'll root for Texas all day long over USC. This one says Texas. This one says neither. I feel like most people were too conflicted. Like, I want to text in, but... God, I don't want it on my text resume at the ref that I ever said that I'd root for Texas or USC in a football game. So I think most people declined on that one. Uh, this one says they'll go 10-2, and two, lose to Oregon or Utah, plus one game where he's a double-digit favorite. Crying face emoji. <laughs> oh, buddy, you know that's going to happen. Double-digit favorite to someone and blow a 21-point lead in the second half. That's really going to be the fun one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. USC's rolling. Caleb Williams looks great. Up by 21, 24 points. Magically, USC has uh, lost to the Colorado Buffaloes. Should we feel the same way if you take another job? Yeah, you could feel that way if I take another job, but I'll go about it in a lot more professional way than this guy did. That'll be that'll be the difference. Yeah, Tyler won't have a two-minute conversation with uh, his bosses and then say, see you later. Yeah, or on the air, have that. At least I don't think. No, that won't happen. But, yeah, so I think most people would handle it. That's, and that's the thing that everyone's missing. It's not the move. It is about the move, but 
It's about a uh, lot of other things. Well, it's about the personal day. It's about the performance of this team. It's about the recruiting class that he built having a heavy California influence on it. Right? I mean, it was an easy conversion to flip those players over to USC. It's about raiding the roster, flipping those players to USC. I mean, come on. Can I just cheer every time both teams does something terrible? So a lot of cheering for me. I don't want to cheer for Texas or USC. Yes, fair enough. You can root if something terrible happens. That's the thing, too, is I am 90% joking on this, but L.A. isn't a very easily accessible destination. Um, Really nowhere in the Pac-12 is for OU fans. So I'm kind of thinking, like, if USC does go to the Alamo Bowl next year, Will OU fans just show up at the Alamo Dome next year just to be able to uh, scream, root against him, and cuss him out a little bit? I'm 90% kidding, but I'm leaving a 10% buffer zone there just to say, eh, it could happen. Social media movement to pack the dome. I I don't think in terms of like buying tickets up and stuff like that, but there may be some... Something leaks out on Twitter where a couple of fans magically have arrived outside and have some choice words. I could see that. Uh, By the way, some people have been texting in all day long being like, hey, I want chicken. Dude, (laughs) give me some chicken. When are you giving out the chicken? So you gave out the keyword yesterday to to win the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings gift cards, which was beat TCU. Mm. You gave your effort out there uh, to beat TCU, however it did not happen. What's the uh, keyword today for people to text in on the Air Cover Solutions text line, 651-3439? It's obviously dime time. Dime time, baby. Dime time. Text that in right now. I'll be giving away two $15 gift cards to Buffalo Wild Wings throughout the break. All right, more to come next. We'll talk more OU on the other side right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. It's the ref. When you're on the go, you can still get the best Sooner coverage on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Search Sports Talk 1400 in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want. All the high school scores and updates you need when you need it. All on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Powered by OEC Fiber, OEC Fiber brings the power of high-speed fiber services right to the front door of your home or business. Find out more at OECFiber.com. Do you or your loved ones need health insurance? Call the insurance experts at Allison Insurance. Bob and Robert Allison have over 75 years of combined experience and their team wants to ensure you that they have the healthcare solutions to fit your needs. Call 405-745-2968 and they can help you with Medicare supplements, your HSA, and more. Get the best insurance for you and your family by calling Allison Insurance today at 405-745-2968. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed, background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 Seven zero eight seven seven zero seven. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a Sooner-born, Sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094. 
for a free evaluation and estimate today. Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy efficient. We invest our resources in technologies that build a brighter tomorrow for all Oklahomans, like our addition of Norman's first solar farm, the OEC Solar Garden. We pride ourselves in finding and creating solutions for today and tomorrow. Your trusted energy advisor, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. I'm Don Harrison, candidate for Norman Ward 4 City Council. I'm a U.S. Army vet and a CPA. For over 40 years, I've lived in Ward 4 and owned a firm in downtown Norman. I'm concerned about the direction our city council is taking us. Norman now has a reputation as hostile to business growth. This has to change. With my experience in finance, I'm the only Ward 4 candidate qualified to see that our funds are spent appropriately. Thank you. I appreciate your vote on February 8th. Authorized and paid for by Harrison for Norman Ward 4 2022. With Oklahoma weather, it's hard to predict when winter temperatures may strike. That's why it's important to stay up to date on your heater's maintenance. And if you do run into problems, the experts at Norman Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing are here for you. We've been keeping families warm and safe in their homes since 2008. So if you need a heater repaired or just a tune-up, give us a call or visit us online at normanair.com. That's normanair.com, the heating, air conditioning, and plumbing company you can count on. Hello Cleveland County and hello sports fans. I'm Randy Gardner, President and CEO for Cleveland County Habitat for Humanity. I'm super excited by our newest grant through the Oklahoma Community Cares Partner Program. Why am I so excited? This grant allows us to help people and we love helping people. Do you have more questions than answers about managing money? Do you often wonder how you're going to pay your monthly bills? Do you find yourself making tough decisions, diapers or rent, food or utilities? Through this grant, we are developing a no-cost financial literacy training program. Want to learn more? Visit cchfh.org. Do you know after a disaster strikes, if you don't take the right steps, you could sign away a large amount of your insurance claim to the wrong company? It's your insurance claim. You've paid a lifetime for it, and you are most vulnerable when disaster strikes. Don't let anyone start work immediately on your property until you know what to do next. Your insurance claim and future depend on it. You need a company to help point you in the right direction. 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver has been the name to trust since 1988, working for you, not the insurance company. Welcome back. It is the Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer with me this week. Golly, there was a lot of dime times on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. We appreciate that. Clint Little and Kyle Etheridge are our two winners of the Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. Congratulations. But, hey, fret not. I, we have a lot of gift cards to give away. I feel like I'll be giving away two a day for... Like five years, we have so many. So I feel like once it's all said and done, there will be more winners. Everyone is going to get a fifteen dollars gift card. You know what we should do is we should organize like some sort of a like a hangout, like at some local restaurant, Norman, OKC, wherever, for an OU basketball game coming up. Uh, my hangout is the garage in Midtown and OKC, mm-hmm. and we were there watching the OU Auburn game on Saturday. And met a great listener. Um, he's been a UConn or was a UConn cop forever. He listens to the show all the time. So we need to organize some like a some some sort of a hangout. Not hopefully everyone is still in on this OU basketball team, and everyone's not like, why would I waste a Saturday watching those guys? Forget about that. 
<laughs> Hopefully everyone is still thinking this team might be able to rally and win, but uh, I'll see if we can set that up. Here I'm in. Yeah, no, I think that sounds great. I would set it up for football season, but it would have to be a road game, seeing as the uh, pre- and post-game obligations that you and I have uh, every Indeed. Game. Spring football, maybe. I, uh, I just saw something that really has, um, has bothered me. It was on Twitter. Every state's favorite pizza chain. Oh, no. Right? Automatically, I, it, I, I'm worried. Uh, Papa John's is on the list. Pizza Hut, Marco's, Papa Murphy's, Little Caesars. You know the list. For Oklahoma, you want to guess what this graph says our favorite pizza chain is? Uh, it's, I don't know, probably one of the, the chain ones. I'll say Pizza Hut. No. Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> Get out of here. I don't... I, I know a lot of people go to Chuck E. Cheese because of, you know, birthday parties, but does anyone actually really even eat the pizza that's at Chuck E. Cheese? I feel like most adults are like, yeah, all right, I'll go ahead and eat before, and I'll let the kids eat the pizza, and I'll eat after. Like, who... Who was asking Oklahoma? We're asking a bunch of four- and five-year-olds around the state what their favorite pizza chain is because if that was the case, sure, Chuck E. Cheese, but come on. We're a little, we got a little bit more educated palates than that. It was a thorough sample size, Tyler. Do not blast this graphic before you look into the research. They interviewed 13 kids. God, at least give me a Pizza Hut or a Papa John's or a Domino's or something. Hell, I'd settle for a California pizza kitchen. Chuck E. Cheese. Give me a break on that. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Seriously, like, t- if you've had Chuck E. Cheese, like, text in. I, I, don't, I don't feel like really anyone has. If, if we had asked, opened the show and asked that question as the social media question today, I don't think we wouldn't have gotten one response. No. Chuck E. Cheese. Hey, Senior Bowl is going on right now. Uh, tell me how you feel when you hear this. So, one of the analysts that's out there in a I, Mobile. I don't right feel now. good about it, but yeah, go ahead. Oklahoma defensive lineman Perry on Winfrey looks incredible. Best day of anybody out here, IMO. Just a monster in 1v1 in team period. How's that make you feel? Not good. Uh, where the heck was this at at Oklahoma? <laughs> He's so going to get drafted in the second or third round, isn't he? Yeah, and of course you root for every single former that's in the uh, every single former suitor that goes to the NFL. But I'm totally with you that if he gets drafted in the second round and dominates in the league, it is probably a pretty selfish way to think, I guess. But it's like, dude. Why didn't you do that in the year that we thought that you were going to have at OU last year, man? Yeah, why were you not dominant at Oklahoma? I don't know that I would, relative to expectations, you could maybe say it was a quote-unquote bad season for Perry on Winfrey at OU, but I don't know if you could just look at the numbers and say, okay, it was a bad season for Perry on Winfrey at Oklahoma, right? I mean, he he had sure, some yes. tackles for loss, he had some sacks. He was not he, – he did not have the type of dominant season, though, that I feel most people thought coming into this thing. And so to see that from from Matt today was like, ugh, makes you roll your eyes a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have a terrible season. He just didn't live up to the expectations that – you know, we, we he didn't he didn't have the year that we thought that he should have had, and I think that that's fair criticism. And I think that coming into the year that there were fair expectations because at the tail end of what was that twenty twenty, 
he he was exactly that, man. I mean, he was just destroying Iowa State in that uh, Big 12 championship game. He almost decapitated Brock Purdy, by the way, in that game, which would have saved Iowa State a lot of turnovers last year if he would have done that. But that was the guy that we expected, right? The dominant flashes to be more consistent, and just he wasn't he wasn't really that guy. But really, man, defensively, who was consistently that dude? Benito, I think, had a great season. He would be he would be the one guy that I would say even Isaiah Thomas was Yeah, I mean there were just a lot of guys. Like that defensive line we thought was like, dude, they're gonna be one of the best in the country. And they had their moments. It was just they would disappear for long stretches of a game, man. Long stretches of a game. And Oklahoma State, you weren't particularly great in that game, right? So that yeah. I mean, that's the final Final game for those guys, and you fail to get to the Big 12 championship game. So. I, I guess Perrion Winfrey uh, sacked Pickett's, the, uh, what, he's the quarterback at a pit, and actually brought him to the ground, which is a really big no-no in the Senior Bowl. So. Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice job there, Perrion. Well, hey, l- like you said, I mean, I'm rooting for Perrion. I'd love to see him get drafted in the second or third round. I'm just already on some level a little annoyed or irritated that he's so going to have a better NFL career than he did at OU. And it's a selfish way to think. We're all going to root for him to have this great NFL career, but it's like, God, it would have been awesome, Perrion, if you would have had that monster season in 2021. And that alone may have not been the difference on you know OU winning a Big 12 and going to a college football playoff or not, but if we talk about if – if we have the conversation of dudes that's – you know, did not have the season that we were expecting. Obviously, Spencer Rattler would be at the top of that list, mm-hmm. but I feel like Perion might be somewhere around number two or three. Yeah, I totally agree. He would he would be right there toward the top. <laughs> Text line, maybe he has better talent around him in the Senior Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> he might have better coaching. Perion didn't ball out because he's not a nose tackle. He is not doing camps at one either. He is a DT or a big defensive end. Yeah, we'll see where whoever drafts him, where he's kind of puts uh, across the defensive line at the next level. Hey, we got a punter. Let's go. Um, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the uh, kid announcing at four o'clock today, Brady Bond. So OU's got the punter, which he's not going to see a whole lot of playing time this year, man, because OU's got probably the best punter in the country coming back in college football this year. This kid's, uh, I guess, a five star. Is he really? I mean. Who, wait, who's, according to this this Twitter, according like he says that he's Brown, a five star, Under Armour All American. Huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got we got to look at yeah, this. I know the kid is that. saying it, but we got to go ahead and double check if the, that's actually the case or not. So there you go. Uh, OU gets a punter today. <laughs> yeah, according to two four seven Sports, he is. He's a zero star. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's, there's no stars there. attached to him. That's kind of what I was thinking. He's a Coles Coles kicking camp. Uh, yeah, maybe. signing day part two, getting started a little bit early for OU. They uh, add a punter. I know everyone's going crazy about that, but what you should go crazy about is as we talked earlier in the show, and we'll continue to throughout today. And here's I love this by the way. Like, the guys that are still left that they're waiting for to make an announcement tomorrow, it's not the classes of old, you know? It's not like, oh, OU's going to get three wide receivers to sign their LOI tomorrow, and all those guys are four-star and five-star players. And I'm not saying that wide receiver isn't an important position. I do think that they're kind of a dime a dozen in college football. But what I am saying is there's more meat and potatoes in this class, 
You know, they're waiting on Jamarian Burt, who's going to play defense at OU. They're waiting on Grayson Halton, who's a four-star defensive lineman. They're waiting on Gentry Williams, who's a really good defensive prospect. They're waiting on R. Mason Thomas, who's an edge rusher. They're waiting on Ahmad Moten, who's a three-star defensive lineman. Like, you get the point. To me, OU is building a roster. They're building a team that's way more conducive to winning a national championship. They're building it from the inside out. Offensive line, defensive line, they're starting there first as opposed to let's load up on the best skill position players in the country and kind of figure everything else out in between. OU is, at least as of right now, constructing their roster, finding the trying to find players at the positions that I deem the most important, which are quarterback, offensive line, and defensive line. I think those are the three most important positions in all of college football, and I think that there's a lot more – Quarterback before obviously was a focal point, but I think they're putting a lot more focus, you know, a lot more focus on getting those higher end defensive linemen now. Totally agree. I mean, look, they've sent out upwards of twenty five offers to edge and defensive line players since Brent Venables and his staff were hired. Uh, well, since Brent Venables was hired on December sixth so they have made that a big time point of emphasis and they're landing they're signing multiple of those guys tomorrow which is great news yeah it's not going to be one or two it will be a handful it will be multiple guys that they sign tomorrow on the defensive side i mean halton four-star kid that you flipped away from oregon i think that's huge from san diego it's not like he was like right down the road or anything you're able to go out to the west coast and and i and i think that that's promising too is like Think of the geography on where some of these guys are tomorrow. You're kind of all over the board. You're going to have a kid from San Diego sign with you. You're going to have one, maybe two kids from Fort Lauderdale, uh, Florida sign with you. You're going to have Texas kid. You're going to have an in-state kid like Gentry Williams. So they'll they'll go wherever they need to go to find the best players. They're they're putting more of a focus on in-state kids. That's great. But they'll go. They're not. They'll go out to the West Coast if they find a dude. They'll go down to Florida and go down to Southeast if they find a dude. There's all sorts of Southeast there, offers. There doesn't seem to be any real restrictions. They're not timid about going into SEC country to go out and offer kids, which uh, I which I like. Agreed. I would say the emphasis is more chances on in-state guys. For example, McCarty, and beyond that, Tyler. They are. I mean, all over the southeastern state offering left and right. Yeah, well, that's when it comes to Brent Venables and when it comes to Todd Bates. They got some uh, deep connections down there in the southeast. So that's that's kind of that's what, where they want to be. And they won't make a living down there. They'll get a lot of players out of the southeast. Where is Cozart, the wide receiver? Where's he from? Uh, I believe he's from the state of Texas, correct? I believe he is. We'll look that up over the break, and we'll hit more. OU football, more OU recruiting on this National Signing Day Eve. Coming up next, keep your text coming on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. 651-3439, the rush rolls on next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. Yeah, hi there. My name is Bob, and I need some help. I haven't filed my taxes in over five years. Um, I haven't told my wife about it, and I really need to figure this thing out. Hi, uh, my husband and I owe about $14,000 in back taxes, and I'm afraid uh, we might end up losing our business. I really don't want that to happen. I'm Rod Polston, founder at Polston Tax. We get calls like these all the time. Good, hardworking people who don't know where to turn when they're facing tax problems. 
Yeah, I've been getting these letters from the IRS. I don't know what I should do. At Polston Tax, we know what to do when it comes to dealing with the IRS. We've helped more than 2,000 individuals in the last year alone save over $17 million in back taxes. Call us today for a no-risk-free consultation so we can develop a plan specifically for you. Call Polston Tax at 405-928-5597. That's 405-928-5597. When the Sooners hit the diamond. Line shot, left field, base hit. Win column, Sooners, game over. We have you covered on the Sports Talk Network. That's hammered to left, and deep, and it's a grand slam! This is your home for OU Baseball. Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 99.3 FM. The Sports Talk Network, the home of Sooner fans. Touch them all, young man! The Red Sports Radio Network. Are you looking out the back window and you see missing panels on your fence? Perhaps your fence is leaning over or being held up by a 2x4. It's time to call Van Hoos Fence, the metro area's premier residential and commercial fence company. Van Hoos delivers professional craftsmanship at an affordable price. From custom orders to prefabricated products, Van Hoos does it all. Call them today, 405-735-1167, or see their work on vhfence.com. Pizza Hut has put a full-court press on your game day needs. Let us feed your team with one of Pizza Hut's big dinner boxes. Start with two oven-fresh one-top medium pizzas, then add five breadsticks or your choice of pasta or delicious wings. Or go wild and add a third medium one-topping pizza. Finding yourself in more of a one-on-one situation? Then our any pizza offer is for you. Get a large pizza, up to five toppings for just $11.99 when you carry out. Pizza Hut, the official pizza of the Sooners. Every three hours, somebody is hit by a train in the United States. Many of these incidents involve new drivers. A train hitting your car would be like this hammer hitting a full can of soda. What? Actually, Tommy, a train hitting your car would be like a car crushing a soda can with you and all your passengers inside. Pay attention to crossing signs and warning signals and always expect a train at any railroad crossing. Go check out our full video and enter to win prizes at oli.org slash drivesafe. Hey, all you electricians out there, are you unhappy with your job? Ever feel like some employers see you as just a name on a time card instead of a human being? At Wade Electric, they're a third-generation family-owned company serving the Norman and Oklahoma City area for over 50 years. They value their employees and want to help them succeed and enjoy their career in the electrical field. If you are unsatisfied with your current situation and you're ready to make a change, call Wade Electric now at 405-329-1940 to hear about their benefits and learn how to join the Wade Electric team. Looking for your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighbors and let Signature Custom Pools help you design the perfect poolside paradise. Their trusted design can transport you into your own mystic falls, suburban sanctuary, or countryside retreat. Settle into an endless vacation. Entertain your family and friends and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. It is the rush on the ref. We are the homeless suitor fans. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer. Yes, we normally do what caught Teddy's eye this segment. He's not here. I'll still throw out a couple. This segment brought to you by Roof Tech of Oklahoma. Josh Tucker running the show over there. He's an awesome dude, awesome former sooner. And he's actually 
the hour sponsor of uh, one of the hours on the Plank Show, which uh, Josh is a part of. How That's right. That? The final hour of the Plank Show, that 11 o'clock hour. Love Josh Tucker and Roof Tech, 405-703-4245. First one, I'm actually going to go to you. OU has a new uh, preferred walk-on that is uh, out there, correct? Yeah, Davion Woolen, who is from Frisco, Texas. And this now marks back-to-back preferred walk-ons that Oklahoma's been able to add here late in this 2022 class when you combine it with Gavin Freeman. Uh, He's listed on 247 Sports as a safety, but just going based off of the release that, well, the Twitter announcement that Davian Woolen threw out there, I mean, he's got it listed as, as a wide receiver and tagged Coach Gundy in his tweet, so he's accepted a preferred walk-on from Oklahoma as well, so another preferred walk-on at the wide receiver position. So Double dip crazy. of good news today for the Sooners, and uh, signing day still tomorrow, so that's good stuff right there. Uh, if you heard anyone say, whoo, today, that was Adam Schefter as Tom Brady officially announced his retirement, <laughs> but it did not come without drama. Because Pats fans have been freaking out all day today that he didn't mention the Patriots once in his kind of retirement letter to everyone. Uh, Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports, not happy about it whatsoever. Boston Sports Radio was freaking out earlier today. Did I see the report, right, that he's going to sign a one-day contract with the Patriots, though, to... Retire a yeah. New England Patriot. So nice move, a move that he probably needed to make. But I don't, I don't know, man. Pats fans are Pats fans probably don't want him to do it now after not even mentioning him. Which that is a little weird, man. I mean, you spent the bulk of your career out there, and the best moments of your career came out there. I'm sure there's some sour grapes to how it ended, but. You at least got to mention the team you spent 95% of your career at. It was, of course, important for Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay away from Bill Belichick, right? That sort of, in, in the debate of was it more Tom Brady or was it more Bill Belichick, okay, well, that's one in the column for Tom Brady. I get that. That was important for Tom Brady's legacy. It was a seventh Super Bowl championship for him, but... Let's make no bones about it. Tom Brady is a New England Patriot. We will remember Tom Brady for the two-plus decades of success that he had with the New England Patriots. It's the the snowball win over the Raiders. It's all of the six Super Bowl championships he won with, with the New England Patriots. Pats fans, I don't normally agree with you. I do not normally they agree with you. They have grounds to be mad at this one. I, I get him in, in, in this one. I, I, th- I do think it was... Uh, I can understand their frustration. I think it's disappointing he didn't mention them. Next one is pretty cool. Cincinnati, their school district, has canceled school the day after the Super Bowl. So we Plan it for the celebration. We've all said that the Monday after Super Bowl needs to be a national holiday, or I'm even up with just moving it to that Saturday so you don't come into work extremely hungover the right. next day, you know, and tired. Uh, I, bravo, Cincinnati. On the cusp of winning your first ever Super Bowl, canceling school the next day, and I'm going to guess a lot of businesses uh, close things down the day after the Super Bowl as well. Following suit. I like it. Let's make this uh, a national trend. Last one I have. This is really cool. Came out last night. We already knew that Nick Evers was going to donate his NIL to um, some charities and some certain organizations kind of across the area. Uh, he's going to donate to Make-A-Wish now, too. And that this is... 
this is the right way to handle NIL. And not that you can't make money off NIL. I don't think that anyone has an issue with that. But Nick Evers is about to be, if he's not already, and I think that he probably is, really endeared by the OU fan base for doing something like this, using NIL money to donate to Make-A-Wish. He's going to do it with some other organizations as well. Well done, young man. Well done, young man. That is awesome, and I know something that everyone can get behind around here. Yeah, I I wrote a a story about this, uh, I think a little over a month ago, but uh, KFOR is sort of resurfacing because they did uh, an interview here with, with Nick Evers and some quotes from him and his family. I think it's awesome. Uh, it's for both the North Texas Make-A-Wish Foundation and the Oklahoma Make-A-Wish Foundation. So kudos to him, man. I mean, obviously, great head on his shoulders. That's something that a leader would do. Yeah, already easy to be a fan of a kid that's you know going about it that way. I, I don't think it's – I don't think this was a calculated move by any measure of the imagination, but I will say if there was a public relations – War out there, congratulations, oh, yeah. Nick Evers, because he's won it. Y- you have uh, gotten off to a, a nice little start in the uh, public relations department. There is a uh, situation going on right now on social media. Um, the best way I can describe it, apparently there are some uh, sorority girls at OU calling out uh, Caleb Williams on an Instagram post about a certain foot fetish that he might have. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not going to get deep into the weeds on this story because I'm just not going to do that, but um, everyone is talking about it right now. Yeah, I guess some people are calling him out about a uh, foot fetish. Hey, which, hey, there's worse things to be uh, turned on by, okay? <laughs> right. There's some weird things that happen out there. Uh, I don't know where a foot fetish ranks. That the individual out there can, you know, determine that one way or the other. But there's, there's worse. I would say the fetish that started circulating for Kevin Durant in after he left was a little more troublesome. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, this hour is brought to you by Cavens Construction. We'll tell, we'll tell you more about Cavens coming up on the other side. We'll close up hour number two with a rush. Coming up next, right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. When you're on the go, you can still get the best Sooner coverage on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Search Sports Talk 1400 in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want. All the high school scores and updates you need when you need it. All on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Powered by OEC Fiber, OEC Fiber brings the power of high-speed fiber services right to the front door of your home or business. Find out more at OECFiber.com. This February, don't just win a heart, win a big jackpot at Riverwind. Maybe cuddle up for a game of poker. Fall in love with that beautiful blackjack. There's 80 grand to be won in our river of romance. And you'll love five times entries on Mondays and Tuesdays. Only at the one. Chapel Supplies You. Family owned for over 40 years, Chapel Supply is proud to serve as one of the largest industrial cleaning equipment suppliers in the U.S. Chapel supplies you with the highest quality pressure washers, industrial hoses, tanks, and chemicals on the market. The certified parts and service team is dedicated to meeting the needs of every customer nationwide. Let Chapel supply you with the products, service, and support your home or business needs. Chapel supplies you. When you have suffered a major loss, your head might be spinning. 
So many things can run through your mind. Is my family safe? How am I going to rebuild? Which restoration company will I be working with? After you've determined your family is safe, you should call Brown O'Haver. They will help you with the major questions you'll be facing. They will educate you on insurance claims, how to rebuild, and determine what is salvageable before someone else tells you or bills you for your own property. 405-735-5510 is the number you need to call after you've suffered a loss. Coach Baranchek and your Oklahoma women's basketball team return to the Lloyd Noble Center this weekend for their annual Play for K Pink game. Join us on Saturday, February 5th at 3 p.m. as they take on West Virginia. You make all the difference, Sooner Nation, so be there and get loud. Groups of 10 or more can receive discounted tickets all season long. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner. Hi, I'm Josh Edge, Market President of Armstrong Bank in Norman. I'm excited to share that Armstrong Bank is updating our look to better serve you and better reflect who we are. Yes, we've changed our logo, but the people and values behind our bank are still rock solid. We're still committed to serving our customers, investing in the community, and helping each other along the way. When you bank here, you're part of the family. That will never change. Look for our new Armstrong logo around town soon. We're eager to share it with you. Armstrong.Bank, member FDIC. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funer Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funer home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. it. Needing some electrical upgrades around your house? Don't do it yourself. Trust the experts at Wade Electric. Wade Electric has been family owned and operated for over 50 years and is committed to the highest level of service and safety. Service changes, LED upgrades, electric car charger or backup generators, we do it all. Leave it to the experts at Wade Electric. Call 405-329-1940 to speak with our trusted professionals. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Valentine's Day is all about love, and we have gifts worthy of the day. Modern heart pendants and tiny heart earrings are sentimental pieces she will adore. Check out our Facebook or Instagram for ideas, or look around our website. Give us a call, and we can have it wrapped up and ready for you. We make the gift-giving easy. If you're looking to outdo Cupid, our Antwerp Diamond Supplier is here February 10th through Valentine's Day. The selection and prices are oh so sweet. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed, background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 405- 
Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of The Rush. They offer remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facilities maintenance. Cavens Facility Maintenance serves all of Oklahoma. You can help take the ease off of your staff at fixing those pesky problems in your office building. Give Cavens a call today if you're in the OKC metro area, 405-573-3048. Tulsa, hit them up, 918-282-7612. <laughs> this is a story I want to get into more next hour. But for now, I think it's absolutely, it's equal parts amazing and maybe a little bit disrespectful that Jim Harbaugh, the head coach at Michigan, is interviewing with the Minnesota Vikings tomorrow on National Signing Day. How about that? You think the dude wants out of Ann Arbor? He's interviewing with another NFL team on National Signing Day. And I don't know how many targets... Michigan has out there right now. Maybe they've got their class already pretty secured, but I feel like at least everyone at least has, you know, one, two, or three targets that are left out there, and he's going to be interviewing for an NFL job on the second biggest recruiting day of the year. Meanwhile, in Oklahoma target, Cavante Henry is somebody that's committed to Michigan, but there's some different crystal balls, some different predictions out there. I think it was the on three director of recruiting, Gary Hamilton, that has the prediction in for Cavante Henry to pick Oklahoma. Well, whether or not, and then there's some Arizona predictions out there for Henry. Regardless of what he decides, I'll tell you this, man, if the head football coach at Michigan is conducting interviews with Minnesota and potentially Miami, I, I'm not signing with Michigan tomorrow. Yeah, and some will tell you, well, no, I mean, it's it's more about the position coach. Well, if the current head coach is about to leave, I don't know if the, the position coach is going to be there. Yeah, that doesn't a, mean they're locked they, in. the brand-new staff. So that's kind of a deal-breaker for me. If it's National Signing Day Part 2 and I'm about to sign the dotted line and the head coach is interviewing elsewhere – yeah, I'm not going to go ahead and commit to that school. Like, no no, no chance at all. I mean, that's a pretty serious indication that, I mean, Harbaugh wants one of these NFL jobs. Oh, dude, it's it's so obvious. I, I thought at first that maybe he's just eh, trying to get a little bit of a pay bump for Michigan, but he is making it. He's not hiding it. He's making it obvious. I, I want out. I want to be back in the NFL again. Which, hey, I mean, that's fine. I mean, good for him, whatever. It's just... Dang, on National Signing Day, though? I'm a Michigan fan, yeah. You can't, you can't do it on Thursday instead? You can't do it today instead? Like, you can't make it work somehow? Like, come on, man. Really? If I'm a Michigan Wolverines fan, I am so hacked off about that. That's kind of a mule shoe move right there, isn't it? Something that he would do. Very much, very much uh, so. Uh, let's see. Tiger Woods was a little bit of a freak back in the day. Thank you, text line. If OU doesn't get 100% of their targeted athletes, what is plan B by, by position? I think that they're going to keep an eye on the transfer portal after, uh, before, during, and after spring football. That's... <laughs> That's good that we had a, a different text message there. I was worried we were about to go down no, we, we Fetish Avenue. We it's, it's on there, buddy. Fetish Avenue was on the text line right there. I just didn't get to all a bunch of, of them. A bunch of athletes' as fetishes. My goodness. Final hour's next. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the 